Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the mystical temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 2, part 2, pages 579 to 581. Chapter 2, part 2, the image of the mystical temple. And so already, from both the quoted text of Holy Scripture and from the authentic meaning of the Holy Fathers, any Christian will, I think, easily conclude that the image of the Most Holy Trinity is imprinted on his soul and its powers, that is, the intellect, the will, and the memory. It remains for us to exert ourselves most diligently to fulfill what these same most holy teachers of ours advise us. And indeed, St. Bernard says, Now, what is in the image of something must be in conformity with its image, and not share in vain the name of its image. Let us therefore show in our image our quest for peace, our search for truth, and our love of charity. Secondly, St. Ambrose exhorts us to contemplate continually this image of God depicted in us with a singular love for our Creator and Restorer in the following way. Let God always remain in the mind of the one who is understanding and loving, so that, just as there can be no moment which man does not use or enjoy God's goodness and mercy, so there should be no moment in which he does not keep him present in his memory. Nor is it sufficient to apprehend the mere presence of God. We must also show in our actions and exterior deeds that we truly bear within us the living and unsullied image of God. I want to give voice to Ambrose in what he still has to say on this subject. Just as God the Creator, he says, who created man in his image and likeness, is love, is good, is just, patient, and mild, pure and merciful, and embraces the other characteristics of the holy virtues which are read about him, so also man was created to have love, to be good and just, to be patient and mild, pure and merciful. What greater honor for a man, he continues farther, than to be clothed with the same garments as the Lord himself, according to what is said, The Lord is king, he is clothed with beauty. Psalm 93, 1. Therefore, let everyone pay more careful attention to the excellence of his first condition and acknowledge the venerable likeness to the Holy Trinity in himself, and strive by the nobility of his conduct, the exercise of virtues, and the dignity of merits to possess the honor of divine likeness, so that when it becomes manifest what he is like, then it appears that he is similar to him who wondrously formed him in his likeness in the first Adam, and yet more wondrously reformed him in the second. For this reason, finally, the son of Venice, St. Lawrence Justinian, rightly insists, 
What have you to do with flesh and blood, you who bear in yourself the divine image? What have you to do with the world and vices, who, it is proven, was created for this, that you may ascend to heaven and enjoy the beatific vision of God with the angelic spirits? Here, St. Stanislaus wants us to realize that the image of God as Trinity is imprinted on our souls, on our intellect, our will, and our memory. So if we are made in God's image and likeness, we must live up to that image. We can't bring shame on that image by living as a sinner. Saints Bernard and Ambrose exhort us to live out holy lives. If God remains in our minds and hearts, we will act like him. In the scriptures, Jesus tells us to be holy, for God is holy, to be merciful, for God is merciful, and to be perfect, for God is perfect. We can't do this just based on our own efforts, but we are mystical temples of God. God dwells within us, so we need to call upon him. We need to put love into practice. It is not enough to just talk about being made in the image of God. By loving, by being patient, pure, and merciful, we become like God. We become beautiful because love is beautiful. We want to become reflections of God in the world. So many people today don't know God. If we have a relationship with God, and that is reflected in the way that we live our lives, others will want what we have, that relationship with God. St. Lawrence Justinian, who was the patriarch or bishop of Venice, calls us to live holy lives, to love, to live heaven on earth, to not live in sin, but to live with love and to give good example to others.